0: Welcome to the VV Nation podcast, the podcast all about encouraging an active nation. Today, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, and someone I work with very closely, Jacob Wardrop. How are you doing, Jacob? Hi, Chris, yeah, thanks very much for having me on. Good to have you on the podcast. So today we're gonna be speaking about exercise, work, and family, and how it all comes together. Um, but I think a good starting point for everyone else listening would be to describe your current level of exercise, just to you know give us a ballpark of where you are now.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, did, you know, uh, definitely not at the level which some of the people uh, you will have spoken to, but have, have certainly kind of, uh, I suppose, got into it and, and and have now made it a habit. So probably sort of three forms of exercise a week. Um, we typically sort of two two runs and then maybe one, one cycle or, 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 or three three runs in a week. Um not not massive, massive different distances, probably two, five Ks in that and maybe one 10 K, but probably over the last year um over yeah, over the last year probably averaging around thirty miles a month.
0: It's pretty good going, to be fair. So let's let's go back to the very beginning of your younger days, which were many years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> um but how how did you start developing a love for sport and exercise? Um, effectively, grew up in a family with you know two
1: other brothers, so obviously we're always like doing cricket sport. You know, so I kind of tried every sport there was going. Really, uh, wasn't wasn't particularly good at kind of anyone in particular. Still not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but running was one where I remember. You know, say in the, the sort of football team, for, for school football team, for example, I'd be sort of, I'd be kind of on the verge of the first team rather than in the first team. For the tennis, I'd be kind of on the verge of being half decent, but not. So, do you know what I mean? Sort of, uh, what's the word? Uh, behind the popular crew, if you like. Uh, whereas running, I remember the first cross country run, which we did at school, and uh, just sort of beat everyone by a massive, massive distance without, you know, without any training or or, any, or anything because obviously all of those guys had you know um would sprint and try and stop uh, would would sprint and then stop and all, all that sort of thing so just that that was the first thing where I thought yeah no I can do this because uh once I've got started uh, you know I've, uh, I, 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 I've never stopped do you know what I mean so um that was just a, it was a really basic really basic thing really but it was like the first thing I probably won at at school.
0: So it's an interesting point there and You hear quite a lot of times, like the there's a sport for everyone. Do you think that's true?
1: I think as long as you like it, yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. I think the big thing, really, I suppose, at school, it's obviously important about running and sorry, it's, it's important about winning and doing well and progressing and that sort of thing. Whereas I think as you get older, just like doing it, it should be celebrated more rather than thinking, oh, I can. Yeah, you know, I I can do a 10K this time or I can win something or I can, you know, be quicker than my peers. And I'm not sure people who do it, who do it successfully really think like that. So I think now, obviously, with everyone being so busy, it's just kind of, I think people give you a pat on the back just for getting out and doing it now, really.
0: Yeah, so I guess then fast forward a little bit to, I guess, the point of this podcast, but you have two kids now. So how did exercise get impacted when, when you had your kids?
1: yeah that's a good good question so i've got two kids uh both quite close in age so two boys who are age five and seven uh, and then I've got a sort of split. Uh, what feels like a bit of a split life between uh, Norwich and London. Uh, so work in London, uh, live in Norwich. So meaning I'm sort of spending half, my, you know, half, half my time in Norwich, half, half, half my time in London. So the challenge I had initially with having children was, obviously, when I'm away three, four days a week, like you miss your kids, uh, you know, massively, and um, when you get home. Uh, well, there's two things really. A, you don't really want to get out and do it. You, you know, you want to sort of be at home, and you've 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 got some built-up guilt of being away, so you don't really want to add to that by getting down the gym, um, and that sort of thing. Of I've never really been a, been a gym goer, but even just Getting out for a run and that sort of thing and then um so that's that's really how it how it got impacted just stopped doing it um uh, wife had postnatal depression quite quite badly so that that that, that you know that, that definitely didn't help and then kind of started to um get on top of me a little bit i was probably working sort of 80 80 hour weeks and um doing quite a lot of driving as well which is obviously quite unhealthy so i'd probably drive about 30 40 thousand miles a year which is which mm. is, is Quite a lot, so yeah, I suppose how it got impacted was um, I was away from home, which wasn't ideal. Um, when I was away from home, I was I was on meetings and that sort of thing, so I couldn't really exercise there, and I wasn't sort of staying over anywhere. It was you know you drive yeah. drive to drive to London, drive to Nottingham, drive to Manchester because it was a field sales role. So yeah, how it got impacted was I just stopped doing it.
0: How how did that actually make you feel though? Like, did you could you really notice the difference between like when you were exercising regularly and then when it stopped?
1: Yeah, definitely. But I think it's more of a gradual. I do think it's more of a gradual thing. Right. Um. So, so which is which, which is because I wasn't doing it. You know, I wasn't doing. I was like nat- I was naturally up, re- reasonably fit. Whereas now I've got back into it and come from a place of being really unfit. Yeah. Whereas because I had kids, I had kids at sort of twenty twenty two to twenty three. I was kind of reasonably fit then, so I didn't actually notice it that that much. Just probably more how kind of life obviously becomes a bit all-consuming. You know, if you've got a, you know, uh, I'm sure people have had it a lot harder, but you know, if you've got a wife who's, who's kind of struggling a bit, and you know, is doing amazing now, um, and obviously your kids want to see her, and you're in a sort of high-pressure target orian revenue orientated job. Um, so I think it's probably just actually and how you feel rather than your fitness if that makes sense
0: yeah no i think that's fair enough um so well i know you now as a very active Mm. person in the office but what are your tips then for others who are listening and like relating to that long you know amount of hours in a week what your best tips on fitting exercise into a working lifestyle and obviously with your family still
1: yeah i suppose for for like for relevance i'm kind of um work with you obviously you know we've got um, we've got a sales team of sort of 20 to 30 people who look after we're you know really fast fast-growing startup company which uh, brings its own like intense challenges in terms of like w- working basically so um, you'll know that you know we work morning day and uh, sorry d- you know day and night sometimes because we're yeah we're dealing with clients in in, in America or Australia that sort of thing which is which is really tough so again initially starting this r- this role uh, Stop doing it because I do. I could easily clock up 15, 18-hour days, kind of routinely, uh, and do sometimes now. But I think I've got a bit, bit better at it. Um, and then also when I'm at home, think do try to sort of deal with guilt of like. You know, I think when you first have kids, you do, there is a little tinge of guilt for everyone when they want to get to the gym or when they want to do something because, like at that time, you're obviously thinking about yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and you've got this young, you've got young, you don't young want to be like selfish, basically. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah your children are your priority, and it, and you sort of give yourself these kind of messages. So I think um, in terms of tips, well, particularly, you know, for anyone who does, um, you you know, who's new to parenthood and obviously, you know, you've got yours on the way. Yeah, of course, Uh, all to come.
0: (laughs) Very, very relevant for me. (laughs)
1: um there's a there's a really good book by Steve Peters on silent guides which is sort of the next book on from the chimp paradox which probably you know which is a okay, yeah. book on mind management which is which has got really strong links to running uh really recommend anyone reads that because it, it it links a lot of just how you sort of manage yourself in parenting and the thing that got across to me is that you know to be a good parent because uh, I was sort of putting myself under a lot of pressure. I was in a, I was in a, a sales role, effectively, uh, and wanting to be the best salesperson. I wanted to be the best dad, you know what I mean? And sort of had this sort of vision in my head of what a perfect dad was, what a perfect salesperson was, and sort of finding myself not really kind of at those levels. Um, but reading Steve Peters' book really helped level things out and got across to me that like parenting, for me, isn't about, like, I don't know how many hours I spend playing with him or what I'd necessarily necessarily do or how i speak to them the first step is like looking after yourself and making yeah. sure you know making sure that you're in a position to be empathetic and understanding. because i think a lot of the time you read lots of stuff on social media and stuff about how you know nobody should shout at their kids and nobody you know you shouldn't there's lots of sort of self-sacrificing rules almost where you're like no mums you know you should breastfeed or yeah. don't, don't let them cry overnight. The you know you don't let them watch tv don't let them watch too much tv um, you know when they uh, when they're upset or when they're, when they're hitting you don't don't you know don't don't sort of uh, don't tell them off. So there's lots of sort of do's and don'ts, and um, mm. that book really got across that actually just sort of make sure you're in a good space, and then it, it then you then you are you become this. It's like the domino effect, yeah. Yeah, you understand. You you. It's easier to become this empathetic, patient person because probably the biggest sort of challenge of parenting is, is is probably just patience, to be honest. Yeah,
0: fair enough. So just going back to working aspects um, obviously you're a director in our company mm. do you think there is enough emphasis on exercise in the workplace and managing a, a large team like what emphasis do you put on exercise and um, do you think it should be encouraged more um, what, yeah. what's your take
1: yeah massive I think um, I think uh, like in the UK it's way there's way way too much um, emphasis put on like you know who stays in the office latest and you know I need to it, like there's a perception of sort of working hard do you know what I mean which is is really yeah. just like a perception thing it's not you know which I think for some companies is linked to how many hours someone spends in the office whereas you know I personally don't think of it like that. I spend a lot of hours in the office I do spend a lot of hours in the office but that's because we're sort of covering different time time zones effectively yeah um, but then there's also times you know where I don't um, so um, I think in the UK removing that perception of like you know it's quite easy for people to just stay in the office till six o'clock every night routinely sort of thing. So I'm trying to sort of, I've tried to kind of break that habit and I'll have days which I know I have to take a hit, we're working on a large deal or something. It, yeah. You know, um if that's kind of fair enough. But then there's other times where I think, oh, it's you know, it's Friday, it's two o'clock or three o'clock, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna finish. So, um so, yeah, I think that's one thing, removing any sort of stigma associated with having to work. Um, and then in terms of tips, picking it in, I, I've always like planned my week on a Sunday night. I only spend half an hour or something, but Sunday night I sort of look at the week ahead and think, well, where do I need to be? If I need to be out anywhere, My travel and all that sort of thing. But I kind of plan roughly, you know, when am I going to be in a hotel? When am I going to be at home? What am I going to do when I'm at home? When I'm in the office, what do I want to sort of get out of, of, of that? period in the office yeah um, and i plan my exercise in then as well so that, that that's i think planning your exercise in on a sunday night helps and then the other thing is just finding something what what works again is lots of there's a little bit of do's and don'ts of exercise because some people are like you know if you want to be a millionaire get up on get up before 5am and be like some of these sort of linkedin pricks um <laughs> uh, but um but and the, also they're like oh running your lunch or do, do, do you know what i mean yeah. so i've found that i'm not a massive massive early morning person don't really like running really late at night. Um, so I sort of get into the office, decent time, go for a run at half 10, 11 or something, which I've found sort of works really, really well.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's the most important thing. And it comes up a lot, sort of like how to build exercise into your routine, but the key is finding what works for you and something that you can repeat. So there's no point doing something that is just a one-off because it will never become, become a routine if you don't enjoy it, if it doesn't work for you. One of the things I wanted to bring up with you is about that sort of planning your run. Mm. I know you keep a, a diary. Mm. Why? Like, what, what is? How do you benefit from that? Because we've had discussions about this before. Like, mm. I don't think it's for me, but mm. you benefit massively from. I think, I guess, being more accountable because you've written it down.
1: Um, a little bit, and kind of a bit more mindful. So, uh, um, for like, what you're referring to is like a journal, which. Which, which, which i keep um which probably takes me sort of five i don't know five to ten minutes five to five to, to ten minutes a day um so the reason why that helps and i suppose what a, what a would uh, you know um what I would encourage uh, people to do is to um when they if they're thinking about trying to exercise more is to try and look into you know books like the power of now or read 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 up on stuff about habit forming because i yeah i found that m- has had a bigger impact on my exercise than anything else i went from you know 12 months ago not running at all to now you know i could probably do a 10k or sort of 42 43 now without you know without necessarily going do you know what i mean eh? without yeah. sort of making setting the stall out to do it so um uh keeping a journal and a plan uh, just keep me accountable and also um i read a book on basically how to because i used to always always just put stuff off just everything just every run I'm gonna do it later, I'm gonna do it later, I can do it another day, I can do it another day. Yeah. Um and read a book on um read a short book on procrastination. And there was a <laughs> few <laughs> it wasn't a waste of time. <laughs> um but there was a there was a few just tricks in there on how to trick your you know, how to trick and get your mind out of that cycle. And anyway, that was one of them because you're telling yourself you're gonna do it rather than most people say yeah. I hope to go for a run or I you know, I hope to go for a run later, you know, I'm gonna try and go for a run later. Whereas now what I do is write it down and sort of tell myself at least sort of 20 times between now and 12 o'clock, I'm going for a run later, which does help. But again, that that won't work work for everyone, but it stopped me because I probably over, I mean, my eldest is seven now. And over that period, I've probably got into running for three or four months, stopped for a year got back into it three or four months, Stop, stop. free. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And now I've sort of kept it up for a year now. I've kind of done a few 10K races and stuff. So yeah, I think it does, it, do, it, it does, yeah, it does work. And then also the other sort of tip, I suppose, is that I started doing a morning mile. That was how I got into it. Cause okay.
0: because um, that I, a mile every morning, is it?
1: Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Or every other morning, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which uh, helps really because I think everyone when they get off, and sort of when they if they've, if they've been fit in the past and been quite active in the past it's quite t- difficult five years later to go for a run and be like jesus christ i'm so slow i'm so <laughs> i'm so unfit. Yeah. and you're giving yourself all of these like negative messages which don't really encourage you to do it again do you know what I mean? yeah don't, that's don't, true yeah. don't make you feel good about yourself or don't make you want to get out and do it again so um yeah i just again it's sort of linked to some of the stuff i've read on steve on steve uh from steve peters um uh, which was just like just do it and try best, and a mile was all I could really handle. So I just did a mile for a good three or four, three or four weeks, which was all right because it wasn't. You know, I wasn't telling myself, I wasn't sort of thinking I need to do five, five miles, six miles. I just want to, just want to do it. Do you know what I mean? Rather yeah, than yeah. rather than watch some crappy videos on YouTube or something.
0: It's it's interesting. I think um how much emphasis. Like just having this discussion now, mindset on mm. on mindset. Um, what you're saying there about procrastination and saying like, I hope to go for a run. I think applies definitely to me, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, Notorious for saying I'm going to go for a lunchtime run and then sacking it off. Essentially, no.
1: Next minute,
0: it gone and had a McDonald's. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be saying that on a healthy <laughs> podcast, but uh, Put but a few stone off. Yeah, exactly. But I, I mean, it's 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 difficult, and I think um, that. I do need something like that, to be fair, because as you're aware, like I'm training for my second marathon and the first one exactly that happened. I, I was delaying runs. I didn't have any structure or routine. I was kind of following a, a, a running plan, but wasn't exactly following it strictly. And what it ended up happening is basically I skipped so many runs, ended up massively end loading the training. Mm-hmm. So skipping from like 10k straight to 20k which nice. just put a massive strain on my body. I yeah. ended up <laughs> injuring my hips. And what I've learned is that my sort of like accountable system is just signing up for something. Mm. So... Yeah, works. Well, that's, that's yeah. good for me as well. Yeah, so rather than a, a training plan as such, I've got like 5K races, 10K races, uh, just did, done a half marathon, I've got another half marathon, and then there's a couple of 20-mile warm-up races as well, just before the marathon. So I've almost like used those events that you can't cancel because I know otherwise I will be like oh mm. something else has come up mm. where I've used them to sort of structure my training
1: yeah no it's a really good point and that has worked for me in the past I did a again from sort of not really running at all I signed up to a 10k kind of this was a, this was four years ago now I signed up to a 10k uh, which was which was from then eight in eight months time okay which definitely definitely worked for me i think what and my father-in-law was doing it he's quite a sort of serious runner uh so uh, you know i want i didn't want i didn't want my father-in-law to run (laughs) run faster than me um and that that is still actually my that's i I don't i don't think i'll ever get back to that but that that is still my that's still my sort of pb as a 10k it was like 43 42 so so something like that um so uh Yeah, that does work. I think the mistake I made was only signed up to one thing. So it was like a massive massive build-up to a 10K. You know, like, I remember running... I remember being so scared of of losing (laughs) that... I was, you know, he was slightly ahead of me, and I was so scared of losing. But I wasn't even looking at my watch. I wasn't looking at anything. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I've never, I've never, I've never ran that quick. Basically, um, yeah. but then I got to the end, and I did. Uh, fortunately, I did did finish ahead of him. He would he would wipe the floor with me now because he's kept up with it. Yeah. Um. But then I just then I got to the end of it and just stopped. So I think the trick is to sign up to a couple of things. So that's what yeah.
0: I've tried to sort of mirror what you've done really just not I was planning a bit in advance isn't it you have am i right by thinking you've signed up for your first half marathon
1: yes yes i've signed up to a half marathon and five 10 k's this year so sort of spread out right, through yeah. the year uh and i've signed up to one on holiday as well so we go on holiday to cornwall every year and there's a 10k there so I sort of i did that okay, this year i did yeah. that the year just gone to try and just fit it in because i know on holiday it's also easy to not do it but Let's it's also over, really yeah. fun when you do it so. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah no I think that's really interesting glad you're uh, scaling up your your distance to <laughs> half marathon because I mean 43 minutes is a bloody good 10k time
1: Yeah yeah not no it's yeah it's not 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 bad yeah I, I don't really now I used to think of probably 4 years ago like I, I was obsessed with times and speed and everything and
0: You are one of the most competitive
1: people yeah. I've ever met to be honest yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and I wouldn't do any trait like that 10k in 43 minutes I'd only ever ran 10k once before that ever and I did that in 48 49 sort of thing but there's just this sort of competitive thing what kind of um comes out and and now I couldn't take six minutes seven minutes off a time because that's a not yeah, that's time that's a yeah to, to lose. Do, do you know yeah. what I mean? I don't, I, but so you're obviously
0: like quite a natural. I mean, I've seen you run, so yeah, you, you yeah, are yeah. you have got a natural running style, yeah. No, that easier. that helps, no, yeah. that
1: that does help, which does come back to you know a bit of a sport for everyone because yeah. ci- cycling, yeah, yeah. cycling really suits some people. And we were talking last night, I can't, I'm, I'm a really
0: seriously slow cyclist, so um, see, it's the other way for me, yeah. <laughs> I'm quite heavy, yeah, for my build, I think. Okay. So I, th- I think cycling. I can is... confirm you are heavy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think cycling's just a lot easier on my body. Like, I think I'm quite a unnatural runner. Right. Even okay. though like, I've done marathon and stuff like. Yeah. That. Yeah. I, I, I do gonna... quite a lot of it. But.
1: No. For, yeah. For, fair enough. I mean, it's obviously like cycling. You know, is. Um, just doing something, yeah. Just doing something. Is, yeah. It's not. It's not, not. really whether it's running or running or, or, or cycling or whatever. But I think uh, what I was going to say was, yeah. I used to get so fixated on times, whereas now I just think other oh, times a bonus, and I I always sort of do a little celebration inside for just getting out and doing it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I remember when I, there was probably a, a couple of times I got back into exercise where I would run. And then I'd be really disappointed at the time. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, I used to be so much faster. What sort of state have I got myself into? Whereas this sort of, time and which is the only time I've ever kept up with it um I was literally just really happy just that I was doing it and I'd got out again do you know what I mean so yeah. I'd always do this little celebration inside or like you know for round back wife would look at me give a little fist pump um <laughs> but I've done two miles and they're there 10 minute miles but like you know I've got out and it doesn't it. matter yeah yeah exactly yeah. and I think that's been the change really not sort of a not kind of I suppose yeah you just obviously most people when they exercise Um, not most people but a lot of people I know um, when they first get into exercise they've quite hardened themselves and then they're surprised that they don't keep up with it
0: so the key you're saying essentially is find a love for it rather than focus on like time and stuff like that
1: yeah well I think like just appreciate doing it rather than like the thinking about oh you know this is where I need to be or set you know it's good obviously to have uh, goals around the 10 you know or be accountable to signing up to an event and that sort of thing but mm-hmm. for me if I was sort of if I set myself this massive stretch goal to do a 10k in 36 minutes or something then exercise all the exercise in the run up to that would become a bit of a negative thing in my life whereas now I just think well, I just want to do it because you know I sometimes suffer from headaches. You know, I haven't got the best diet and all that sort of thing. So I just yeah. want to get out and do it. Um, and it's definitely hundred percent helped in terms of parenting. I, you know, I I can be distracted at home and all that and all that sort of stuff. So it's one million percent helped with helped with just like you're much more mindful. So every Saturday morning, I struggle to switch off on Friday night. So every Saturday morning get out for a run and just you know it puts you in a position to enjoy the time with your kids so and I think about it when I'm running so that do, that does force me to get out I sometimes think should I go or not and then kind of tell myself no I'm gonna have a much better time with the kids if I do go out do you know what I
0: mean yeah no absolutely and that segues nicely onto my final question which is just in your words summarize the benefits of exercise like how you feel after you've been for a run
1: um yeah no I think if you're doing it if well if i if i'm if I'm doing a run, then I don't do the things which you know I don't like about myself, which is short fused bit impulsive <laughs> um and if I do go for a run, I'm uh, much closer to being the sort of person I'd like to be, which is a bit more patient um a little bit more mindful, and probably just all around better bloke, really, so I think you've sort of become a better version of yourself with exercise. When sitting you know sitting on a sofa watching TV eating a pizza hut it's kind of all, all right um but uh <laughs> but yeah it's not yeah it's not not it's obviously not really the goal so yeah, make yeah, it
0: the ex- exception not the norm
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, so um yeah I, I think and also I suppose the other just other other benefits really are around like the workplace become a lot lot more focused a lot more productive a lot often the times where I work fewer hours become more productive and get get more done you know, you hold yourself to slightly stricter, tight, you know, stricter sort of um, routines, you know, of meetings and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I think you, it clears your head of of all the crap. If I'm ever annoyed at pe- if I'm ever annoyed at people at work, I always go for a run. Yeah. So. Off um, steam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think you, you're just closer to becoming someone you're happy with in terms of yourself.
0: Good stuff. Well, thanks very much for coming on the podcast. Appreciate no worries. It. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, thanks everyone. Thanks, thanks for it.
1: Thanks for listening.